0: Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation.
1: Nine minutes after two, thank you very much for staying with us and uh, we are having a conversation on her story. Looking at historical figures, prominent historical figures and particularly women who've shaped our history, who've shaped our culture, who've shaped who we are as a nation. And uh, our focus today will be Sarah Batman And I'm really delighted to tell you that my guest is Diana Ferris, who is a renowned poet, renowned writer, storyteller, who has done extensive work on Sarah Batman, and she she joins me now on the line. Diana, thank you very, very much for the time you've taken to join me to have a conversation on this woman that is such a, a, a towering figure on our history, but we know so little about her. Hello, Diana. Hi, Camilla. Good, good
0: afternoon. I must tell you that you, your voice is competing with the wind and the rain outside
1: oh (laughs) i I, in fact as we went into the show i was saying you know tell us how it's like out there in the cape we know there will be gusty winds we know it'll be cold and wet and so on so yeah you've just confirmed it for us it must be cold and chilly is it really chilly dinah
0: it is really chilly and uh, the wind is real strong and the and the rain (laughs) and it's making an awful lot of noise
1: outside we we hear you Um, loud and clear for now so we'll try and uh, we'll try and do it i mean it's it's also you know a towering figure is is who we're looking at today sarah batman let me ask you this diana do we know that she was born sarah batman was she born sarki well um we
0: suspect she had another name Mm. Look, she um, is from the Eastern Cape, from mm. the Hunter's Valley. How do we know that? She said it in an interview in France, mm. um, you know, just before her death. Yes. And um, it is suspected that there was a raid on the on the kraal, and uh, she was taken captive, brought to Cape Town. And I think it is there where the name Sarki um, was given to her. So it, um, it, it, that's
1: exactly it because I, it just didn't feel like the name Sarki would have been her her birth name.
0: Yeah, sorry, can you repeat that again? I, I
1: was just saying it just it just didn't feel like Sarki would would have been her birth name, and that's yeah, why I asked no, ask you.
0: no, no, it it wouldn't. But you know, um, there are many Sarkis, <sighs> uh, many Sarkis in in uh, my. And you know, in my lifetime, we had aunties called Sarki. Yeah. so, um, you know, we decided that uh, because on her birth certificate, there uh, you know, Dunlop, her owner had a baptized in England where he made a fair apartment, yes. And, yeah. and, and, and 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 the
1: baptism obviously happened a couple of years ago when she had already left. So let's take it back to when she she was captured. I'm going to I'm going to call it that because that's kind of what it was. Um yeah. and at the time, uh, that is when the Dutch moved into the Cape and uh, she was taken in as as a slave essentially. Yeah,
0: and um I think she um yeah, as I said to you earlier on she, she 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 came to Cape Town uh captured um uh, under kept cap- in captivity and you must uh, also remember it was I think it was very much still slavery at Mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. So she she was regarded as a possession of the people Mm -hmm. that she worked for, uh, Hendrik and Jan Cesar. Mm -hmm. And And they had a friend, Mm -hmm. um, William Dunlop, Mm -hmm. um, a ship surgeon who who came to visit them and who was out of work and poor. And when he saw Sarki, Sarah he um, had uh, you know he made all kinds of plans in
1: his head so l- let's just put it in context uh Adina. this is, this is the 1700s we're talking 1700 uh, 770 yeah all right um, she th- there's contestation around whether she agreed to go um, they say that she consented to leaving y- your take on that I think you know, she
0: might have thought there would be a better life, mm. um, but I, I still will bring you back to the days of slavery, mm. and the fact that um, if she consented and if it was because there was a, uh, there was a court case also in
1: England. Yes, much later. Yeah, um, if she consented,
0: um, it doesn't. Uh, you know, I don't think she consented. I think she she just had to go. And um, and maybe she, in, in in her mind she thought there would be a better life for her. Oh. Um, so for me, you know, there, there, there's no way that she could consent because of the time that it was.
1: You, and I mean, it's complex, Diana, because if you are, I suppose, any one of us, you, hmm. you know, even today, you want better prospects for yourself. So it may have been that she did, because there was this promise of a better life, of a better future. She had lost everything. She had lost her her, her, her family members. Her, her, her father had died. Her husband had died. She had lost a child. So, in a sense, I suppose she didn't have much to lose. In her mind, this would have been the so-called consent they're referring to.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know, but... Um I, you know, as it went further, mm. they came to England, mm. and, you know, and it's a fact, it's on paper, that um, William Dunlop, when they arrived in England, put up a newspaper advert, and on land post adverts, that new, new from South Africa, the Hottentot Venus, mm. come buy your tickets, come and see.
1: And this isn't a time where, in any event in London, there are many freak shows. So she's not the only one. She's competing with other companies, you know, these exhibition companies, so to speak, where. Yeah, the freak shows. The that freak they have. shows. There, you know, he's in business. He's competing. There are lanes and lanes of, of streets where people are displayed in cages as exhibits, as freak shows, as entertainment. Hmm. Yeah, look, um,
0: I. There, there is a, um, a few um, examples. The man with a beard and, and and or the woman with a beard. I, I don't know. I I've, I've forgotten those things that I that I've read. Mm. But yeah, but it was purely, you know, for the, the the person, your owner or the boss, to make money out of you. Because people, the people that were used in the freak shows, they didn't become rich or had a
1: a comfortable life it is said that she she was earning, and I'm saying again it is said that because it's only after there was a movement that that kind of brew in 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 London that kind of uh, was Can now pick qu-
0: up a little? please.
1: I was saying it is said that she she agreed to the fact that things were good, that she was earning money. But this was on the back of a court case after a movement took the owners to court. And and isn't it, Diana, that the reason the only reason we know of Sarah Batman's proper history is because she ended up in court where she was properly documented. So she wasn't the only South African, for instance, who was on, on the stages and, uh, and on freak shows.
0: Um, yeah, look, I think that might be a reason, but also remember that after England, she was taken to Paris. Yes. And um, and, and when she und- where she underwent the same things, uh, uh, put in freak shows. And exhibited, and, and the hunger for of the of the of these racist scientists to confirm their racist theories, and they saw her as the perfect the perfect example to justify um, them making a hierarchy of races.
1: It's interesting, Diana, that um, the narrative a little changed somewhat from w- her time in, in in London, where she was described as grotesque, as this as this this barbaric, as a cross between you know uh, animal yeah. and man, and all of those things, and where people were poke and prod and pinch and so and these wonder these terrible things, where where you know she was seen as a freak. In the in France, though, in Paris. It's interesting how suddenly, uh, alongside that, there was this other narrative where women started feeling a little bit intimidated by her. Is that correct, Diana?
0: Yeah, but what happened was, uh, you, you see, it was a love hate thing. Yeah. Here was Sarah with its full body, <laughs> and here were the European women,
1: Leam. Um, you know, yeah,
0: um, um, being sort of um, ending envying her. Yes that body and that's
1: how that fashion of the what do you call that kind of dress yes they they started the from my understanding they started having padded dresses where they would extend what would look like an ex- An extended exterior and 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 back uh, uh, so that they looked fuller that they looked like they had her type of figure they started painting themselves black darker in fact i I believe because you know suddenly i'm told that she would be sent to what would be like private shows where men would google and and started seeing her as this massively sexual being as, as desirable. Mm, mm. But,
0: but I would say it's still in a love-hate way. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I mean, she was still a specimen um, because she ended up being uh, studied by by what people who call themselves scientists, who call themselves... Yeah. Um, George Cuvier and Jeffrey Sandilair. What were they looking to find, Diana?
0: Do you know? Um, as I said earlier on, they were looking to find, um, a, a, you know... That could make her so different from other human beings, Mm. so um, they could uh, categorize her, uh, and her people remember that. Mm. And um, so, when they um, uh, they always wanted to 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 examine her while she was still alive, they wanted her to pose nude for them. And she said no.
1: She said no. I'm saying that the nude thing. I'm told that she she categorically said to a point. I will, I will bear my breasts and so on. But there are parts of me that I refuse to bear, and that was where she started being quite a bit, a bit of a difficult character for them, wasn't she? Yeah, she
0: was. She was. Remember, she was always, and that's why the consent thing um, is for me. It's an issue mm-hmm. because in uh, with, the, with the shows in in London, there were times that she didn't want to come out, mm-hmm. and then her uh, owner hit and, and and also, you know, in Paris, in, in France, where uh, they wanted her to pose in the Nipsey, categorically said no. Mm. And, and and you know what? What I found out recently is that on a death certificate, mm. there is no, there's not stated any reason why she died, how she died. In so fact... They in were so obsessed. Mm. They were so obsessed, in you know, with her and, 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 and with you know the race that she was. I don't know. Did they kill her? They, because she many times said no, for posing in the mood for
1: them. They did have a narrative, though, Diana. They said she was a drunk prostitute. So we can't verify that, but they had a story to tell, and we don't know if that's a fact or not.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. she 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 was so um, she was sold she was sold by Dunlop mm. to row an animal trainer. Mm. And if she was sold, that means somebody took ownership of her. Mm-hmm. So he could do with her, and we, we know what slavery is. Mm-hmm.
1: So they could do with her what they wanted to do with her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Diana, you penned a beautiful poem for yes. for Sarah. And I'd love to give I've you a opportunity. I've come to
0: take you home is the name of the poem. Go ahead. And, um, I became very homesick when I was in Europe and um, thinking of her. Mm. And that's how I wrote the poem. Mm. I've come to take you home. I've come to take you home. Remember the south, the lush green grass beneath the big oak trees. The air is cool there and the sun does not burn. I have made your bed at the foot of the hill. Your blankets are covered in bukho and mint the protea stand in yellow and white and the water in the stream chuckles, sing songs as it hobbles along over little stones i've come to wrench you away away from the poking eyes of the man-made monster who lives in the dark with his clutches of imperialism who dissects your body but by bit, who likens your soul to that of Satan and declares himself the ultimate God. It's come to soothe your heavy heart. I offer my bosom, your weary soul. I will cover your face with the palms of my hands, run my lips over the lines in your neck, feast my eyes on the beauty of you, and I will sing for you, for I have come to bring you peace. I've come to take you home where the ancient mountains shout your name. I've made your bed at the foot of the hill. Your blankets are covered in buchu and mint. The proteas stand in yellow and white. I've come to take you home where I will sing for you. For you have brought me for well, you has brought us peace.
1: And that is beautiful, Diana. Diana, we stopped where we were speaking about her life and how she died. But it yeah, didn't you. stop there, you know, after her death. They were still poking and prodding, as you said, cutting into bits and pieces, bottling her pieces and exhibiting them even after her death.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, um, a degradation, you know, and humiliation didn't end there. Mm. They made a plaster cast of her body, took out the brain and the genitalia, mm. uh, dissected it, put it, put her remains up in a museum, in, in, in Paris, the museum. It stood
1: until 1986. I'm amazed at the negotiation that had to take place between South Africa and France around how they were allowing us to take her back home. And the legislation that had to be put together was such that no one else would be able to come and claim other. Specimens or other yeah. possessions that they had that belonged to other people. I mean, I'm I'm quite amazed at that.
0: Yeah, you know, when we went to fetch her, mm-hmm. we had to look, uh, look into uh, in the basement of the museum um, that they packer remains properly. Mm-hmm. And Gail Smith, the journalist, called me just to check there around the corner, mm-hmm. and there were rows and rows of skeletons hanging, small ones, mm-hmm. big ones, mm-hmm. whose mother, whose father. Whose daughter whose son but they allowed her because they made a law in 1850 that all artifacts belong to the French state so she was seen as an artifact and if you want to do anything with an artifact in a museum a law had to be made so the senator um, you know worked out a bill and uh, presented it to the Senate with my poem in it, um, and uh, he read my poem in
1: the Senate. Diana, I mean, it's in some way a victory. She she came back home and she was buried on 9th of August uh, in South Africa. But there were two or three others um, that I think worked alongside. Can you alongside speak up a little bit, please? I'm I, so sorry. I, I'm saying there were two or three others that were that worked very closely alongside her. Were they left behind?
0: That I can't tell you. That I can't tell you. Hmm. Um, there were, of course, uh, many, not many, but a few other women that yes. had, that went after yes. she went. And uh, we don't know about her. There are, um, there are um, historians uh, like um, Dr. Yvette Abrams who claim that they are still there and they should also be returned.
1: The religious... Because we
0: believe that the body should be buried in order for the soul to rest.
1: The legislation um, hmm. that 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 allowed for us to bring um, Sarah back home, was it specifically only for her or was it encompassing of others?
0: No, it was only for her. Hmm. It was only for her. Hmm.
1: And of course, being Sarah, we only okay. of know of her name, of her story, and That's I, it, yes. we don't know the names of the others. No, that, we don't. That was never documented.
0: Yeah, that was never documented. They might as well have been on the hangers that we saw.
1: They could have been those skeletons that you saw. Yes. And we'll never know their names.
0: Yeah, we will never know. Yeah, it's no wonder we don't have peace in
1: this world. eh? I thank you for doing the work that you've done. I thank you for remembering her consistently. I thank you for the poem that you've written on her. We hope that this is going to allow us to never forget where we come from, who we are, and how we became. I really, really appreciate the time you've given us, Diane. I really appreciate your call. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you very
0: much for having me on your show and, uh, you know, keeping her story alive. We
1: need to. We certainly do. Diana Ferris, a uh, retired writer, uh, a prolific, and she's, she really does write really beautiful poetry. Um, every now and then she comes out to festivals and so on. She's a storyteller as well and blessing us with those beautiful words, uh, And uh, a poem to Sarah Batman there. Thank you very much for that. That will be also available as a podcast. And we'll post that poem as well. 2.30 now. Time for the headlines with Utzilia Saku.